0: From the AutoLine studios, here is your host, John
1: McElroy. I want to thank you all for joining us on AutoLine this week, where the discussion is going to be all about in-car connectivity, specifically the kind of connectivity that OnStar brings to vehicles. And we're going to be discussing all that because my guest today is Terry Inch, the Chief Operating Officer of OnStar. Terry, great to have you here at AutoLine.
2: Thank you for having me, John. Appreciate it.
1: And also joining us today are Matt Roush from WWJ and Mike Whalen from MLive. And great having the both of you here, too. Thanks for the opportunity. Terry, give us a little snapshot of where OnStar sits today. You know, how many uh, customers really want this in their vehicle? The whole performance of the unit, how's it doing?
2: It's doing outstanding. Um, We are making a big investment at GM in connectivity to the vehicles Globally, uh, we are in the United States, we're in Mexico, we're in Canada, and we're in China, and we have over six million active customers that interact with the service every day.
1: Now OnStar, I believe, is available on all new vehicles that GM makes in North America right now, Correct.
2: right? Correct, in North America and Canada, it's available on every new retail vehicle, and then uh, we just recently launched in June of this year in Mexico, and uh, ramping our production up down in that part of the world.
1: You, of course, offer different services. How, how much, what percentage of customers actually take the OnStar service?
2: Well, um, everybody gets an opportunity to experience OnStar during, the, um, for it, during our trial period. Uh, for Cadillacs, that is a 12-month trial period in which they can experience OnStar's directions and connections and safety and security. And in the rest of the manufactured vehicles in North America, it's a six-month trial period. So,
0: All right. I wanted to ask you, uh, when OnStar was first introduced in in 1996, it was something really unique, new, different. Today there's much more connectivity in the car than there used to be, um, you know, with smartphones being much more ubiquitous. Ford's got the sync service, Chrysler has a Uconnect. How have you kept OnStar uh, fresh and different? What do you, what do you think is, you know, remains sort of your secret sauce in, in how this works for you?
2: Well, I, I would tell you there's uh, two main ingredients to the secret sauce. Once, one is um, during, since we've launched, we've had an embedded unit inside the vehicle. That is not something that others that are working in the telematic space um, go into that level. Um, the second piece is our customers are our secret sauce. Um, we, we work closely with them and find out what they're looking for through that connection. And in, obviously safety and security is a big cornerstone of that, but we have developed multiple services, features, benefits to our customer base throughout the year, whether it's OnStar hands-free calling whether it's directions and connections, whether it's using the service as a good Samaritan for those that are connected to the vehicle. Our customers have found amazing ways to um, use that connection uh, either to add additional value to them and the vehicle they're driving or to others on the road.
3: I've been amazed how actually OnStar has been able to adapt. Because I remember when my father had a uh, First Tahoe with an OnStar system, mm-hmm. we thought it was amazing. We actually hit the OnStar button just to go to the movies. And we knew exactly where the theater was, but we wanted to actually hear the person come out over the vehicle and say, take left here, right here, Mr. Wayland, is yep. this where your destination is? Yes, thank you. And I've been amazed how they've been able to adapt, especially with the remote key fob services and um, as you've said before, kind of possibly integrating everything more in with the infotainment system, not taking it over?
2: Absolutely. This is, uh, we pay close attention to what our customers are asking for and how we deliver the service. Uh, this, especially with safety and security as a main pillar or a cornerstone for what our customers expect from us and expect from General Motors and expect from the brand, um, we, we have an incredible responsibility. This is not for the faint of heart in any way shape or form Uh, over four thousand times a month uh, we get a uh, message from the vehicle that somebody's airbag has gone off or some kind of crash notification and at that moment everybody that is playing in the band or the orchestra uh, better be on note or on pitch um, because if we don't get it right uh, you know people's lives are at stake, so and we, and, and we take that responsibility and uh, translate it into an unbelievable service delivery experience every time we can.
1: Terry, just before the show started, you mentioned that OnStar actually started 17 years ago. It's amazing how time flies. When it first came out, OnStar was made available to other brands. I'm, I'm, I wanna say Acura had it, yep. there were some others that did. Then GM pulled back from that. But now you're offering an aftermarket version. Give us the whole philosophy of how you guys want to approach other brands with this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And in the, well, first of all, um, OnStar and the connection to the vehicle, our our primary objective is to make General Motors vehicles better than any other uh, designed, built or sold vehicle, not only in North America, but around the world. So our primary objective is to help General Motors sell more vehicles. Um, in terms of the early years, we, uh, we were trying to share some of that technology, to your point, Toyota, um, Acura, uh, there were some limited VW um, vehicles that originally, that we embedded the hardware. One of the things with this, though, is the minute that you start to embed h- hardware in another manufacturer's vehicle, Um, you are trespassing in many cases in terms of understanding what their electrical architecture is and how much they want us to understand or see about their vehicles. So there's always this, yeah, I want it, but I need to keep you at arm's length to a great extent. And not only that is even in the early Years, not like we have right now with the introduction of consumer electronics or digital, uh, excuse me, di- digital devices that are introduced in six, three-month, six-month, nine-month cycles for new product innovation. Um, for OnStar, even in the 17 years we've been here, uh, we're going to launch our 10th version of hardware in the middle of next year, and each one of those versions of hardware has. In, in some cases, had multiple iterations. Um, that is some disruption to the vehicle manufacturing cycle that others weren't quite interested in experiencing to the level um, that we had already put all our chips into the middle of the table on saying we're we're embedding this unit and we're gonna we're gonna keep the latest versions out there on a regular basis.
0: I, I wanted to ask you how you see uh, OnStar fitting into the coming world of the uh, more autonomous vehicle. I know that might be a little bit of heresy here okay. on a program for automotive enthusiasts. You know, cars that drive themselves is not always appreciated, but we've got cars now with adaptive cruise control that will apply the right. brakes for you, with lane departure warning systems that will you know, I mean, they could be used to keep a car in a lane so you could even take your hands off the steering wheel. How does OnStar fit into that future with, you know, a, a Autonomous vehicles apparently being maybe five to ten years off.
2: Yeah, I, I would tell you we we are going to um, evolve into whatever that place is with the autonomous vehicle. Right now, where we're at is what we're trying to give General Motors comp, um, customers the opportunity to bring their digital life into their vehicle and their vehicle life into their digital world. Mm. Things like remote link that we have that allow you even when you're not near your vehicle to check the tire pressure, to check the oil life, to start your vehicle at six o'clock in the morning after it's been below 30 degrees so, it, um, so it's ready for you for that drive into work or um, to in the summertime. Uh, the opposite so it cools down a little bit. We, as, as General Motors works with um, legislators and we understand what are the rules of safety around the autonomous vehicle, we'll have a part into that in terms of connectivity. But um, right now, we're trying to bring real value into uh, the, the connection that we have. And then, as I indicated a few seconds ago, we're going to our next generation of hardware, which allows us to interact in uh, it's what we call Gen 10 hardware, which will allow us to interact in a uh, 4G LTE Ooh. carrier environment, which basically brings a lot of the things that you you could have. Uh, Or you do have in your digital device that you carry, either your iPad or your phone, um, into your vehicle. Um, Obviously paying close uh, attention to distracted driving and safety and security issues in the vehicle. But there's a lot of things that um, the customer could find extra value on by by having those worlds um, be interoperable, if you will.
3: And you guys can actually control the vehicle right now if say someone steals a vehicle and the police call and they have OnStar, can't you actually slow down the vehicle right now?
2: Absolutely. Um, What we have right now is through our our current embedded connection and working with law enforcement with a series of protocols, uh, once somebody files a a stolen vehicle report or a carjacking report, we can connect with the local municipality, work closely with them, get the police into proximity or location of the vehicle. Uh, Then we go through a series of processes which include Honking the horn, flashing the lights, so the police know that they have the right person, and then uh, basically we uh, we kill the connection to the car. And it, no matter how hard that uh, that culprit or that thief uh, presses on the accelerator, um, every ten seconds it slows down a little bit until it comes to a complete halt. So. Those are the kinds of stories I love to hear about. I,
1: I, I truly do. And it goes beyond law enforcement. Yep. I know that in the past, you guys have worked with Homeland Security. I first became aware of this during Hurricane Katrina, that yep. they consulted with OnStar to see where evacuation routes yep. were in and, and real time on that basis. Have you continued your cooperation with Homeland Security, and where's that all going?
2: Well, and it's not... Um To your point, John, it's not just homeland security. And this is an example earlier uh, to the point you brought up about some of the secret sauce, Matt, about listening to our customers. And out of examples like, uh, what is it, 10 years ago when there was a blackout in the northeast or Hurricane Katrina or um, national events that impact a lot of people, we actually created a whole segment of the business, which is crisis assist, where um, when a area of the country is impacted in an emergency situation, we can treat our customers in their vehicle that are in those areas um, differently. Uh, We can help them find, we can put calls through to loved ones to let them know that they're all, um, they're safe and sound if they're in harm's way. Uh, A great example of that would be, um, you know, recently in the Boston Marathon tragedy, uh, the cell phone towers became very congested. Um, Based on the the wiring and our antenna in the vehicle, we have some stronger connections to different cell phone towers than you might have on your traditional handset. So a lot of the people, uh, or a number of people, went back to their vehicles, pressed their OnStar button and let people know. That um, that they were that knew they were at the events that they were safe, sound, and uh, let them know uh, what to expect.
0: Well, what so, you what you basically have there is a sensor network with millions of nodes it, on it, right? And all of them can gather information of various
2: types. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, our our current uh, partner. Uh, Verizon, cellular carrier partner, uh, calls us one of the best quality assurance uh, mechanisms they have <laughs> inside uh, inside their network. Or, can
0: you hear me now? <laughs> going back to that. that uh,
2: <laughs> we, we, because anytime anybody can't get through to any of those towers or provides its feedback that they had a drop call, we're immediately working with our carrier partner to let them know that we had some kind of drop call or a or, uh, uh, disruption of service and that we, we gotta make sure that our customers are, are uh, connected at all times.
0: I w- was curious, what's your uptake rate? I mean, after the initial you know free period and what have been the trends there?
2: Yeah, actually, um, for the, our, what we measure and monitor is our, our uh, engagement, usage and retention rates um, after the trial periods that we discussed a little earlier uh, north of 50% of the people um, are, are staying connected to um, and using the OnStar service and, um, and it is one of the things that we've learned um, obviously we've had 17 years of experience um, in the United States but um, we're finding out in different parts of the world with different cultures they use our products and services differently uh, to give you an idea in China um, they press the button in China about four times as many times inside an active vehicle as people do in the United States. Ooh,
3: um, it, it's the early days for uh, Mexico because it just launched yep. there earlier this year. But what is the rate light in China and Canada compared to the U.S.? Is it actually higher, like you said, is, is they are hitting the button more?
2: Yeah, the... Um, the it, it, the discussion and the actual data associated with Mexico are still out yet because a lot of the people that we, since we just launched in June right now, are still in the trial period. So we're just doing our best to deliver great service so that numbers is as high as it can be. Um, China, we experience um, we experience about the same thing, if not a little bit uh, higher in terms of the connectivity rates that um, that happen now in China. It's interesting because right. You've got a whole new series of infrastructure. You got a lot of first time drivers. Uh, you have a society of people who are very tech savvy in the first place. So it's kind of a harmonic convergence, if you will, of need and um, and familiarity and, and, and interest to use the technology to bring more value, so.
1: In the early days of OnStar, you had several competitors. Ford tried to do its own system. Yeah. Mercedes tried to do its own system. I, I can't remember if there's anybody else there. They gave up. It, mm-hmm. It's a huge infrastructure investment for any automaker to, to replicate what yep. OnStar has done. Number one, does it, does it worry GM that no other automaker in the world has followed suit? And, and two, y- you've said yourself, OnStar's job is to help sell more cars. Yep. Is it a good business proposition for GM to try to sell cars that way?
2: I think you have, the answer is yes. To your last question, is it a good business proposition? Because it's going to be something that that customers um, want and demand um, in the, in their vehicle. Back to this connected society that we live in, this digital society, and and if we can bring value, additional value to the vehicle by having it connected, that that'll help and work out. Um, you know, the the conversation really is is. Um, it's not a question of when vehicles will be connected around the, if they will be, it's a matter of when. Um, around the globe, everybody will have to um, enter into this game, um, if you will, or in into this connected vehicle space. And now how they do it and their approach, we may see different um, approaches, but r- right now it's not a question of if, It's a, it's a matter of when and I think you're, you're seeing some of those things with even as much with the Ford Sync. The, to your point, though, nobody's taken all their chips and pushed them all into the middle of the table and said, I'm building an embedded device, and I'm building it on every vehicle that I have there. Well, and
0: I'm going to have a big control room in my headquarters full of people <laughs> that answer the phone, too. That's the, a big part of the infrastructure yeah, I mean, is finding and training and hiring those people,
2: it, right? It, there is... Um, There is a lot that goes on behind the the curtain that, as other vehicle manufacturers enter this space, I'm glad we're through those first 17 years of education. <laughs> they, they will find out along the way. You took me behind that curtain actually uh, when you first became COO of OnStar, yep.
3: and you said that OnStar has a five-year plan, and Mary Chan actually mentioned this too when she came on board. Yep. Where is OnStar with that five-year plan and how much more technology or even, I mean, marketing can we see from OnStar coming in the future years?
2: Um, let me break that into two different categories. Um, the technology question and then what do you expect to see from OnStar as to how do we market and how do we help General Motors uh, yeah. sell more vehicles. From a technology standpoint, um, if you, if you want to think of it the way we've, we've been set up in, um, let me try to do it this way. There's four main components, if you will, that... Um, or parts of the band or the orchestra that make up OnStar. There is the embedded hardware inside the vehicle. There is the carrier network. uh, In our case right now, Verizon and in a 4G world middle of next year for customers that have Gen 10 hardware, it'll be AT&T. There is our back office or our um, application that helps bring the technology from the carrier and um, the carrier network and the hardware in the vehicle to life, so that we can provide a service. We can know where people are. Um, we can help them with what they want or need. And then there's the advisors. So there's four main foundational pieces to this. Um, and are right now, um, right now the the embedded piece of the vehicle right now that we have the hardware. Um, speaks to our back office and connects to our carrier. In a, in a ten, in a, in a, right. the next step of this is you're actually through your head unit or through your center stack, um, you're gonna be able to bring your digital life into that vehicle because we're gonna have a, the capability for the navigation unit or the head unit to actually talk to or interact through a wireless hotspot Um, and talk to our OnStar unit inside the vehicle. So we're going to be able to bring you those things to life that you have on your iPad or your your pad and your your digital device, um, which is really going to accelerate some of the things that you can do in the vehicle in addition to... Uh, navigation, in addition to hand free calling, in addition to what the con- connection can do right now, music and whatnot. Exactly, because yeah. in in addition to making sure that that the the hardware uh, in the vehicle and the consumer and the electronics pieces in the vehicle can speak to each other, um, we're also building an app framework. Um, which we're going to, which we have already started to invite developers in, giving them software development kits so they can develop vehicle-centric apps that meet our requirements for safety and security and and distracted driving, but bring additional value to um, customers. We announced some of that at CES last year when we announced... Um, our app, the app framework that we were building, and the and the partnership that we were going to have with AT&T in the 4G LTE world. So uh, there's that technology piece um, that is is going to take us further into the integration into the of digital digital lifestyle that you have outside of the vehicle will be into the vehicle. And then um, the other piece from a, from a, uh, I would say you know from a marketing and branding. I th- Standpoint is um, this is less about um, this is more about the connection to the vehicle and 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 OnStar being a foundation to additional value that you can bring to a General Motors vehicle that you've uh, just purchased. Um, The things that we're going to bring into that into that General Motors vehicle are gonna allow that vehicle, instead of having feature set obsolescence, when you roll off the lot, that connection will allow you to, in the cases of some of the parts of the consumer electronic pieces, allow your car uh, to evolve with you over over time, um, because of what we can do, so.
0: Continuous software upgrade okay. remotely, yeah. over
2: the cloud. Yeah. Uh, through, for the, you know, for, your apps and some of those activities, absolutely. So,
1: Terry, you guys also sell aftermarket units, right? Yep. How's that all going?
2: Yep, actually, we uh, we launched about three years with an aftermarket um, product um, that is uh, that's actually um, you install it. You purchase it at um, electronic consumer electronic stores, um, and then get it uh, installed and activated. We um, have—I would tell you—one of the things that product has kind of—we're morphing into what you can do from a digital and app framework with your devices, with your pads um, that you have. Um, So, but we uh, have—we're selling. We still continue to sell those. We still continue to service people that have those installed, um, and and they love it. They absolutely love it, and uh, can be those can be installed in almost hundred million vehicles in the United States. from a compatibility standpoint. So,
0: what keeps OnStar up at night? What what do you worry about? What's your concern about you know staying relevant and fresh with the technology? It,
2: it, I'm not so sure that it's what what keeps us up from relevant and fresh with the technology as it is, is delivering against the promise that we have from the things that we've launched to our customer base and that we're 24 by 7, 365 days a year. We take in uh, between the four countries or regions that I've talked to, we've taken almost 200,000 calls a day, 185,000 of those. And again, um, you know, if it was just that when the car airbag went off, you knew how, that you had to go into a heightened state of awareness and make sure everybody was okay. Um, that's not the case. People can people can press in from their digital device. People can call the 1-800-41-STAR. People can press the blue button. So it's a series of uh, almost needle in a haystack, if you will, or a series of protocols that you got to make sure if somebody... Any one of those 185,000 calls can be an emergency situation or, or a customer situation in which we've got to have game on. Mm-hmm. This is not for the faint of heart in any way, shape, or form. And that's what keeps uh, – I'm very comfortable in the people that build our technology and our platforms and our back office and our partners – um, the piece that keeps me up at night is uh, the drive for perfection, that you've got to get it right 185,000 times out of it 185,000 times.
1: So in the future, OnStar might reside on your smartphone
2: or tablet? Um, in the future, um, functionality that allows you to connect to your vehicle. Um, will reside there. To some extent, it it does right now. The OnStar Remote Link um, application, also you can actually hit Talk to Advisor from there. Now, in those situations where you're using your your phone, it's still, um, you're probably asking questions, either a question about your vehicle or a billing question or something like that. It's, It's more of a customer care aspect of it. It's not like your device is now the OnStar service. Again, we're, we're staying closely connected to making GM vehicles better, stronger, faster, um, and, and, and bringing out, maximizing the value somebody gets out of purchasing that vehicle.
1: With that, we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, Terry, I really want to thank you for coming on. I mean, th- this is amazing technology that continues to evolve. I'm sure there's no end in sight as to where this might go.
2: It's, it's an exciting piece of the business. Um, it has a huge societal benefit. It has a huge benefit to those people that purchase GM vehicles. And um, there's a lot of hard people with inside GM making sure that we deliver against the on- OnStar and General Motors brand promise. Thanks for having me, John. Terry,
1: thanks so much for uh, coming on. Uh, Matt Roush from WWJ, Mike Whalen from MLive. Want to thank you guys, too, and want to thank all of you for having tuned in.